0: And now, it's time for one of the top Realtors in the Triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Uh, I want to take a look at some recent stats, Angie, from uh, kind of uh, across different areas of the housing landscape. And put these into local context, as we always do. These are kind of national stats. And I'm just wondering if some of these national things reflect what you're seeing locally. So feel free to push back on these if you think that, yeah, Triangle's not really in this umbrella. Or if you just think these are right on or out of whack, whatever. We can just uh, kind of pick them apart. So it should be fun. Uh, So here's one. 72% of homeowners in a recent survey say they'd rather make home improvements than sell their house. Are you seeing that with a lot of folks in the area that leading to that housing shortage, perhaps?
1: You know, I I would say whenever it comes to selling a home, you know, selling a home has to be a a need, right? There has to be a reason. So um, I think most people honestly would prefer to stay in their home if they could, right? So I do think that that stat of 72% probably is right. You know, I I don't think people just, oh, you know what, I feel like moving today, right? Um, It's not like Oh, I feel like going and get a new outfit. It's you know, there's a there's a need or there's a desire or there's a want um, that's forcing you to make a transition. So, should someone have the opportunity of just going and moving, buying, selling that sort of thing, or doing some improvements and staying in their home, most people probably would prefer to stay in their home unless, again, there's some a reason that's pushing them to make the move you know is it to be closer to the family is it do we need a downsize do we need a larger home you know hey we do want to capitalize on this huge amount of appreciation so there's a reason but i think majority of us we would like to just stay in our home if we could right
0: yeah I think that makes a lot of sense and and so people are just it sounds like it, it jives with this stat like people are like, yeah, I'd rather just fix it up a little bit than have to deal with selling yeah. and moving and all that stuff so
1: right, right yeah, yeah. It, it's it's not just something that it's not a it's not just an easy process just to to sell your home and move It's not something that happens in a day, right um, so again, there needs to be a driving force to make that move. so if you can do some small improvements and it you know it, it makes you now happy with the home that you're in, of course, most people would stay in their home.
0: Makes a lot of sense. All right, here's another good one. Uh, Over the past four quarters, townhouse construction has moved 25% higher than the prior total of the previous four quarters. In the first quarter of 2022, townhouses made up over 13% of all single family new builds, which I believe is uh, a number up from you know previous times. So lots more townhouses getting constructed over the last uh, year or so, and starting to make up a bigger share of the single family new build market. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, yeah, so it kind of goes hand in hand. So the, the single family market, of course, as far as from a price per square footage, um, and overall, you know, to sales price, you will be able to get a larger price point with a single family home. But if you look at, okay, a plot of land and how many homes you could put on a plot of land, you most definitely could put a lot more townhomes versus a single family home, right? Um, So overall, as far as profitability for a builder, probably that townhome market is probably a little bit more profitable as far as from a margin standpoint and buying the piece of land. Um, And also, I would just, you know, kind of gearing to, who's buying in the area we have first of all a lot of people relocating we have a lot of young professionals in our area you know and as far as where the price points have gone you know a lot of people can't afford to even buy in our market but if they can afford a townhome is going to be a lot more affordable versus a single family home so um, i agree here we've seen you know where if townhomes can be built and zoning, you know, uh, re- allows for it, i think a lot of builders are going that route because, you know, it's it's one of those things too you can the turnaround time of the construction is going to be quicker than a single family too. If you allow a buyer to come in completely you know, um, make all of the choices for a single family home. That's a longer process versus a townhome. A townhome, the shell's already there, right? It's just doing the interior that maybe you allow the buyer to customize. Um, So there's a lot more control, I would say, with a townhome versus a single family as well.
0: Interesting. Uh, So certainly an increase there. Some interest as well from folks, it sounds like. And uh, definitely an interesting balance to see a townhouse versus the kind of detached structure and which one uh, sort of takes the lead over the next, uh, you know, several years will be interesting to watch that i do feel like as i drive around at least angie like it's townhome after townhome after townhome getting built around the triangle but i guess they're usually in more visible places than a single family home that would be more tucked away in a neighborhood where you may not see the construction going on and that sort of thing but interesting nonetheless here's another one real estate companies redfin and compass uh, just the other week announced eight and ten percent workforce cuts respectively Now, that had a lot of people – this isn't necessarily one to put into local perspective, Angie, but that had a lot of people kind of, you know, reading the tea leaves as the market crashing and real estate going down. Sure. What what, what was your reaction to seeing some of those big companies cutting their numbers as they anticipate, you know, recession and downturn and those kinds of things?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know – Overall, um, you know, the not that the prices are declining, but the amount of homes being sold could start to decline a little bit, right? With just a slowness in the market, with less buyers in the market, uh, prices kind of gotten out of control. So, if there are less units per se being sold by a company, um, well, now this workforce that they are cutting, the workforce are the employees that are helping to manage and run. It's not the real estate professionals that are on that are ten ninety nine contractors, right? You know. It sounds like they are just preparing to do less business as a whole um, because less homes are being sold. But again, that doesn't mean that the prices are decreasing. And I think that is scaring a lot of people that, oh, wow, you know, real estate companies are cutting employees. Well, that means that the market is about to crash. That's not the case. You know, I think what we are going to see in this market is, you know, here locally in the triangle, we have over 17,000 agents, okay? That's a lot of agents. And a lot of the agents came to the market and, you know, honestly, business was just handed to them. They were order takers because it wasn't a difficult market to be in. Well, you know, a lot of those agents that aren't, haven't had, I guess, work for the business and really focus on relationships, um, they might be getting out of the business because there's going to be less homes to sell because there's less buyers actively excited about being in the market and so i think they're just preparing you know and just being smart from a business standpoint you know here with A.Cole Realty, we're not making those cuts at all. You know, we we are putting things into place to keep driving our business forward and continue to do more and more business and service more and more clients every year. So um, that's not happening with us. But like you said, you know, these are more of stats across the board. I don't know that here in the triangle, um, I'm hearing that so much. So every, every market in every state's a little bit different.
0: That's some good perspective. Thanks, Angie, uh, for that help. Uh, Here's another one. The NAR, National Association of Realtors, revised their 2022 housing forecast. Uh, They don't normally do this mid-year, but they decided to this year. And one of the big changes that they made an adjustment to in their predictions – you know, it's a little bit of like, a, I don't know, egg on your face kind of thing, Angie, to have this happen. You know, I remember we did this at the beginning of the year. We did a show on uh, on this exact uh, prediction that rates were expected to be 3.5 to 3.6 percent by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And then we know how, like, that went wrong, like, very quickly. And very now, quickly. of course, yeah. over 6 percent. Uh, yet, however, the price forecast is also now expected to be higher than they originally forecast. So that's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, clearly NAR was wrong, just like a lot of people that try to predict what's going to happen in the market. I mean, at any point, you know, things when they happen and they they change within the economy and, you know, things out of everyone's control, you know, yeah, I mean, that just goes to show you that you can't forecast and predict. And a lot of clients, they, they ask us, well, what do you expect? You know, should I sell my home now? Should I wait another year? And, you know, we can try to educate them as much as possible. But at any point, something can shift, something can change. So, yeah, NAR was a, a little bit, you know, wrong there, the National Association of Realtors with their housing forecast of 2022. Um, and yeah, they also revised a prediction of only 0.3% bump in inventory to now 15% bump in inventory. So, you know, again, we needed a bump in inventory. So I'm actually excited for that. You know, I'm excited for our buyer clients to have more opportunities to get into a home instead of being forced to, you know, rent and feel, 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 stressed and, and, and just, I guess, you know, struggling with, you know, becoming a homeowner. So things definitely have taken a quick shift. They really did just even like over thir- the last 30 days. They really oh, did. sure.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, it really is. Uh, so interesting to see those stats get adjusted and changed in those predictions slightly different. Uh, the one other major change that they highlighted in that revised prediction was only a 0.3% uh, bump in inventory. And this is what you just touched on with that increased yeah. inventory. I mean, I just want to re-highlight that 0.3% was what they predicted. Now expected to be a 15% increase. Again, that's, yeah. just, that's just huge.
1: That's huge. But you have to remember what the, what the decrease in inventory we were seeing like last year, right? So it seems like a huge shift. But again, it's like we're just trying, we're playing catch up. And even H- with a 15%- Historically,
0: we're still way from normal. Oh, right?
1: uh, we're so off. So even with the 15% bump in inventory, if that truly happens, we're still behind. We're, it's still a seller's market.
0: You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole.